Good morning from Skift. For daily updates in your inbox, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com/daily. It's Tuesday, April 6th in New York City, and now here's what you need to know about the business of travel today. The United Kingdom hinted on Monday that it plans to let Britons resume foreign travel to selected countries in mid-May. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson didn't give a timetable for changes to UK international travel, but he said a task force would release details of the government's plan later this week, with a finalized announcement coming sometime before May 17th. It's currently illegal for Britons to travel abroad for holidays. Current rules on overseas travel are set to remain in force until at least May 17th, writes senior travel tech editor Sean O'Neill. News media reports have cited government sources as planning for a traffic light system for nations based on their infection and vaccination levels. The new system would likely favor destinations that are public health success stories. If true, the UK government would place countries that meet certain criteria, such as high rates of vaccinations, on a green list that would allow mostly unrestricted leisure and business travel. Next, China's three largest airlines, Air China, China Southern, and China Eastern, have released their 2020 results, reporting steep losses for the year. This was despite the country emerging relatively early from the worst of the COVID-19 crisis and despite the vast domestic market the carriers enjoy. Airline Weekly editor Madhu Anikrishnan writes that industry analysts held China up as an example of what the future held for the world's airlines if the disease were contained. Pent-up demand for holidays and to visit friends and family would drive a domestic leisure recovery. Airlines that had large domestic markets, as in China, Russia, Brazil, and the U.S., would see their fortunes change earlier than the rest of the world. And China was different than anywhere else. While the International Monetary Fund estimates global GDP contracted by more than three percent last year, China's bucked the trend and grew by more than two percent. All of these factors should have redounded to the benefit of the country's airlines, but the losses from international flying proved too much. Finally, senior travel tech editor Sean O'Neill writes that the business travel sector had superstar cities before the pandemic. The typical corporate traveler or meeting planner often located meetings in cities with major airport hubs and large convention venues. In shorthand, they preferred Paris over Prague. Once the pandemic recedes, Prague hopes that new technologies and new traveler behaviors may help it gain more business travel spending. Many experts predict that a rising share of companies will keep a percentage of their workforces on a remote or distributed for some time. The dispersed workers will need to unite with colleagues frequently, leading to a potential boom in corporate retreats and more frequent team off-site gatherings. Prague's main airport last week debuted a redesign that aims to make it friendlier to transfer passengers flying on separate airlines. The aim is to boost stopovers. To start, the service works only for people who buy tickets via Kiwi.com, an online travel agency based in the Czech Republic and backed by top-tier private equity firm General Atlantic. For more travel stories and deep dives into the latest trends, head to Skift.com. For more insight into the business of travel, subscribe to the Skift Daily newsletter at Skift.com/daily. Spoken Layer.